With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to and Run News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today. Larson, what's in the news? Well, get excited, Steve. It looks like John Cena is finally embracing the dark side. No, he's not coming back to WWE for a massive heel run. Uh, He's executive producing. They're narrating a new series on Peacock called WWE Evil. Why didn't they call it WWE Evil? That's far too clever for WWE, man. I guess so. Uh, so this this program is being described as a quote entertaining psychological expose into the minds of the most diabolical diabolical antagonists in WWE history and their impact on mainstream culture. Uh, Cena commented on this new show via Twitter, so we had to say, "quote For every good guy, there has to be a bad one." The WWE has created some of the best bad guys and ladies in the history of entertainment. Excited to highlight those who made us boo, scream, and sometimes cry. These fools saw Dark Side of the Ring and decided to kayfabe that shit. Exactly what it is. <laughs> that's the stupidest thing I've heard of. Uh, anyways, that's dumb. Let's move on to some cool news here, man. Jinder Mahal, he's in line for a huge push. I can't get enough. I love this. This is yeah. great. So, former champ Jinder Mahal made his return to Raw last night after a, a quick stint there on main event. He got the call up to Raw Larson and uh, WrestlingNews.co is reporting that he's going to be in line for a huge push with the plan to, quote, build him up for his eventual feud with Drew McIntyre in the summer months. However, uh, uh, Drew McIntyre doesn't have the title, so I don't know if a title's in uh, Jinder Mahal's future, but putting him with them two big dudes, uh, Shanky and Veer, that's a good start, man. I think they look like a million bucks together. Yeah, yeah, it's a a, a solid-looking faction there. Uh, Is there a title in, in Jinder's future? No. More likely one in Drew McIntyre's future. I could see maybe, maybe. You know it'd be a fun feud is his uh his Celtic workout warrior buddy, Seamus, for the US title. I can maybe, maybe. I mean, Seamus is one of those dudes who can sort of go, you know, both ways. He can be heel, he can be a bad guy, he can be a badass heel, badass bad guy, uh, or a badass good guy. Um, maybe after uh, uh Seamus is done with guys like Carrillo uh, uh and whoever. Who is the other guy? Oh, Mansoor. Mm-hmm. Maybe if when when Sheamus is done disposing of these baby faces, he can turn babyface himself, and Jinder can come out of that U.S. title. I could see Jinder as maybe a U.S. champion, but oh, yeah. uh, but WWE champion eh, highly unlikely at this point. Eh, but you know, not outside the realm of possibility. It's the right Here's brand for it. It's the right too. brand for it. Here's the thing about Raw too. There's a lot of heels yeah. in the mid card main event scene on Raw. Mm-hmm. You got. Drew is kind of really the only face that's not, you know, that's not in a tag team now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you could say Orton because Orton's in the midst of what looks to be a face turn. They're mm-hmm. taking their time with it. Yeah. Uh, you got Riddle. Mm-hmm. There's a couple other uh, people, but really, I mean, like, it, it, you know, like the, 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 
number one face on Raw is Drew McIntyre, mm-hmm. and there seems to be a pretty significant gap below him in terms of yeah. number two face on the show. That's true. Um, and um, but you know, there's tons of heels mm-hmm. in the mid card and main event scene. Ton. Well, I guess Braun is kind of a tweeter. Yeah, could be face. Braun, be yeah, Braun. He's just kind of Braun. Braun is just Braun, huh? Yeah, he's sort of depending on who they want to put him with. He can he can fill either role for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, I you know. You're absolutely right about that. There is, I mean, honestly, like sort of across the board, there's not a whole lot of, I mean, I guess over on SmackDown, you kind of have guys like, I mean, he's in a tag team, but you got Rey Mysterio, you got Shinsuke, you got Cesaro now. Who knows what they're going to do with Daniel Bryan um, if he if he resigns, and that's I'm sort of assuming he's going to. He's probably going to be like super part-time. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think, I honestly think that like looking at that on raw, I, I, I kind of feel like it might be natural for Seamus to sort of be a good guy at some point again, you know, he, he can kind of fill both roles. Um, speaking of Seamus. Yeah. yeah uh, sorry, I'm just honestly kind of surprised that after winning the title, they just leaned so hard on, into the heel Seamus when going into that match, he was just kind of filling that tweener area to a degree, you know, I know yeah. he was, he was leaning heel in the the feud with drew but after that you know i didn't, didn't really get any uh indication you know where he was on the heel face spectrum you, you know he's tweener or or more tortille and, and then after he won that title from riddle it was just pedal the metal heel yeah i mean it is it totally is but at the same time you know any anybody who wants to fight and sheamus i mean he might not want to put the title up but he certainly wants to beat people up I mean, that right there is a recipe for a good guy, you know? I mean, I mean that that's people like that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I do think that he can switch pretty easily uh, mm-hmm. to and fro. Like, gender, like, I don't, I, I don't see gender with them two big dudes being good guys anytime soon. I, I would see that for Seamus, but I don't think those guys. But uh, who knows? Maybe it's one of these one, Maybe it's one of these guys that Seamus has taken on, like an Umberto Carrillo or a Mansoor. Um, but let's talk about Carrillo because he had a pretty nasty – uh, a scare last night. Uh, his match against Sheamus was stopped after uh, a scary sunset flip powerbomb spot to the floor from the apron that seemed to leave Carrillo injured. Sheamus sort of landed fully on one side of Carrillo, excuse me. And uh, uh, following Raw, numerous outlets, though, are reporting that Carrillo is just fine. PW Insider mentions that their sources say he's okay while, while Dave Meltzer said that Carrillo could wrestle Tuesday if he had to. Uh, Carrillo commented on the match today on Twitter, stating, quote, last night was the first time I couldn't finish a match in my whole wrestling career, but when you push the limits, as I do, anything can happen in the split of a second. This is not over, Sheamus, until next time. I really like this as a feud, man. I mean, Sheamus, one thing, again, another thing that when fans come back, I don't know how long they're going to be able to keep him a bad guy if he continues to put on great matches like he has over the course of this year. Just a lot of great matches, and they were lining up for another one uh, last night. It doesn't matter if, who you are. If you put on matches like that, people are going to start cheering you. Yeah, they'll embrace you. They'll embrace you, that's for sure. Yeah, it just seems to be a pivot where you know he uh, he's a guy who just likes to fight. People can get behind that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Now, if, yeah. if he if you know he doesn't necessarily have to do the open challenge on a weekly basis for the title, but just mm-hmm. be like, hey, I want to go out there and fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people. Are and if like you, that, you're yeah. a good fighter and you give me a good fight, sure, you get a title shot. I no. mean, all it's going to take is gender response. You know, gender goes through this thing with Drew, and then maybe sometime in the fall, uh, you know, he responds to Sheamus's open challenge, and uh, 
you know, you get those three big dudes up against Sheamus. Sheamus is going to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could totally see that happening. Yep. Uh, SummerSlam, that's happening at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know when, we don't know where. Uh, so on yesterday's show, we talked about a couple of rumors. Do you want to say it? How A new rumor. Get it out of your system. Regarding the wins and wares of this year's SummerSlam, here it is to recap. John Albert reported that WWE is looking at holding the show at Vegas, though nothing was confirmed. Uh, while WrestleVotes know that the promotion was looking at having the show take place earlier than usual, so just not in the typical mid to late August kind of window. So since our video went up yesterday, uh, PW Insider reported that SummerSlam would be taking place Sunday, August 22nd, though they noted that WB hasn't decided on a venue. Dave Melser followed up with the report after that one, saying that WB was considering Madison Square Garden to host SummerSlam. That was the venue year. I said that they would go with, Madison Square Garden. <laughs> you so said Vegas, morning, and I said Madison yeah. Square Garden. <laughs> So this morning, Fightful Select, go subscribe to Fightful Select. Yeah. You get wrestling news right to your email. Uh, they're reporting that uh, that numerous cities and venues are under consideration. Uh, they mentioned Vegas. They mentioned Phoenix. And somewhere in Texas. Mm, and not just, it was just like Texas says, kind of like a blanket. It's a pretty uh, big uh, place, that Texas. It's a massive place, yeah. yes. Um, uh, Fightful Select says they hadn't heard anything about New York City or Madison Square Garden. And uh, added that uh, August 1st was the date that Wrestle Votes was referencing um, about an earlier SummerSlam. Of course, Fifel adds that nothing, nothing has been confirmed as they're, of yet. You know what they're doing here, man? They're weeding out their moles. Everybody has different info, and it's all very specific info. Ooh, there's a mole hunt. That's my, that's my idea here. They're giving well, everybody nice. different information. <laughs> I'm assuming, like all things WB, nothing is decided until Vince says, uh, all yeah. right, this is what we're going to do. And he's uh, known to be fickle and indecisive at times. There's that's probably just what it a is. lot of stuff on the table. You're right. Um, you know, yeah. where, where can they have a crowd? You know, are there capacity restrictions at these places they're looking at? You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sure that, you know, we've heard this, uh, that they want SummerSlam to be a massive thing. Recently, we heard that, that they want SummerSlam to be the kickstart of their return of the road. So they kind of want to make it like a summer WrestleMania, I would imagine. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, if you, if yeah, you do a sense, huge football yeah. uh, stadium show like in Vegas, mm-hmm. you know, sell 40, 50, 60,000 tickets, make it a huge event, you know, hey, we're, we're, we're back to normal. Mm-hmm. You know, the world's back to normal is kind of the message they want to send out there. Come to our shows. Yeah. Um, uh, then, yeah, I'm sure they want to do it in, 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 in as, as much of a packed house as they can. Yeah, I mean, on top of that, if they if that is the moment where they're going to go back to to live shows, you know, um, I mean, I could see they'd want to make sure that they can go back to live shows after this, like starting the the raw after. Uh-huh. Uh, so you know that that sort of complicates things a little bit more. I am surprised. I mean, and this is going back a little ways now. I am surprised that WWE didn't do more. I, I guess just when I guess Vince was so satisfied with what Thunderdome looked like that he was like, oh, well, screw it. You know, we'll, we'll deal with fans. Maybe dealing with the idea of fans was such a pain in the ass in the early days when he really wanted it that he was like, you know, what? we got Thunderdome, whatever. Like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, it's like, we'll get there well, when I mean, we get there. Yeah. 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 We'll ride out Thunderdome until it's like, all right. We know for know, certain. Like, yeah. yeah. We know for certain. And, and as much. As they're going to get, you know, the 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 green light to full capacity, 
you know, just wait till then. Yeah, you know, that, and I'm that, sure that's I'm another sure they, interesting thing. Sorry, not to cut you out. Go ahead. I was going to say, and I'm sure when they want to go back on the road, it's, it's not to half-filled venues. Yeah, yeah. Venues filled 25%. They want to go back to venues with no capacity limits, I would guess. Um, and that's going to take longer. Yeah, that would seem to be the case. I, I always thought, you know, from early on, I always figured that there would be no one moment when it was everybody's there. I mean, we kind of had our moment with WrestleMania, but given that that was a one-off until we can have it on a regular basis, it, it gives them another you know, goal to aim for to say, hey, now we're actually back. Um, but I always figured that it would be like, you know, first you'd, they'd be in houses with 10%, then 25%, then 50 or whatever. But no, there it, it does seem like maybe they looked at AEW and said, well, Daily's Place isn't really the kind of thing that we want. We well, want to go full or nothing. And I'm sure the visual of, of I mean, it, WrestleMania was one thing because they could kind of situate people and, and the cutouts to make it look like it was full. Yeah, right. Yeah, than it was, you know, and and they they kept the house lights for the crowd relatively dim, so you really couldn't see past the first ten rows or whatever. Mm. Um, maybe that's that's harder to do to hide empty seats in a smaller venue. Could be, yeah. And so you know they don't want the perception as if they're putting on shows, even though I you know people understand there's a pandemic going on, there's capacity limits. They don't want to make it look like hey we can't sell out this building. Yeah, but I I know, but at the same time. Now that I think about it, it's not like they were selling out at no, all. No, they weren't. They, weren't. <laughs> they, they did a pretty good job pre-pandemic of hiding the fact that they were not selling out. Like if you didn't get pictures from Twitter of people in attendance and you would just see what they would see on TV. I mean, I know there's differences now because of like, you know, uh, distancing and, and making sure that you're safe indoors. But uh, but yeah, I mean, they did a pretty good job of packing everybody where the camera can see them. Um, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's funny. I don't know. For some reason, when we were talking about Texas and how big it was, I, I loaded up a map. I'd seen this before. Have you ever seen how big Alaska is compared to the rest of the United States? It's massive. It is massive. <laughs> Absolutely massive. It no one else huge. is massive for us wrestling fans. NXT TakeOver, Steve. Oh, it's the best. Um, and we know uh, when the next TakeOver is happening. As first reported by Fightful Select and since confirmed by WB, the next NXT TakeOver is going to be in your house, really? Where? Not there's your no house. Room here? I don't. I can't. There's no. I, maybe in my backyard, but not yeah, in backyard. my house. Uh, takeover in your house will go down Sunday, June 13th. So you got about a month to prepare for it to be at your house, Steve. Oh man! Uh, and former WB announcer Todd Pettengill. Oh, that's nice. Will be the host for the show. He showed up in the last one, didn't he? I, uh, that sounds about right. That was rad. That's cool. Right on. That's about a month away. I'm in. I'll watch it. Sure. Why not? Anyways, uh, speaking well, of NXT. Yeah, we're going to watch it. Of course we're going to watch it. Well, yeah, that's what I just said. I'm going to watch it. It's good stuff. Uh, we got an NXT preview right here for NXT tonight. Raquel Gonzalez uh, is going to put that NXT Women's Championship on the line against Mercedes Martinez this Tuesday on NXT. Uh, NXT champion Karrion Cross looks to punish Oof. Austin Theory in a non-title battle. Oof. NFT Cruiserweight Champion Kushida looks to best Santos Escobar in two out of three falls match. That should be really good. Killian yeah. Dane and Alexander Wolf mm. set the score off with years of history between them. Ooh, wow. And then also NXT Tag Team Champions MSK are going to battle Breezango tonight. Speaking of, uh, of, of a breeze, it's going to be an easy win for MSK. That's all I got. I think you're right about that. Yeah, I think probably. you're right. Anyways, I'm going to go lay right. in bed until Friendo Club TV. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We appreciate it. Till next, I got my second. I got my jab today. I got my last jab uh -huh. today. 
So I'm good, trying to just good. rest. Drink, drink plenty of water. Drink tons I'm of water. Drink, I'm drinking a whole thing of Gatorade and like three of these. Good. Keep it up. See if you can drink 10 of those today. Goodbye, everybody.